Okay, so you have a harrowing tell to tell. Are you live right now? Yeah. Oh man, I, I don't want to talk live. Why not? <laughs> because I'm a freak show, and I just pulled pulled home with uh um we're talking stuff for the wife and I. But we we have to talk about real life true facts with Stephen and friends, and you're one of my friends, so we're gonna talk about this really harrowing experience that you had. There we go. Okay, here we go. What's the story, man? This is really scary that you told me. You don't have to tell me now. I can call you back in like 20 minutes. Can you call me back actually tomorrow? It has to be tonight. It has to be tonight. Okay. Is it live or are you just recording right now? Oh, it's live. You're live. Okay. All right, so here we go. Right, what do you want to hear? What, what do you want to know? How can I help you? D uh, so anyway. You, hey, what's up, Steve and his friends? Woo woo. We're listening to the... Uh, Stephen, uh, real life true facts, and Stephen and friends, and this is Jesse Howard. He has a really scary story to tell about what happened to him in National City in 1997. Like four, three, 1993. Okay, this is scary. So you're like, you must have been a little baby, teeny tiny Jesse Howard. Uh, yeah, I was, a, I was a fat kid, six, uh, sixth grade. Um, my dad had just left. So just me and my mom. I did have a brother, a, a, a year and a half older than me, but I don't know where the hell he was at. He might have already moved out to my grandma's house at the time. Um, so we're just hanging out Friday night, Saturday night. I don't know, watching something stupid. Um, and like it just—it was like a loud windstorm. And whoa, whoa! Just you know, with our ghetto-ass windows. Um, and so I heard something, I heard, I've been drinking, I heard something, um, in the kitchen, like some kind of do-do-do, and I was like, what the hell is that? So then I, so then I go in, into the kitchen, and through the glass door, I see, like, like somebody waving to me, um, you know, hello, hello, well, they were like, saying hello. Is this from the inside like, of the apartment, or the outside? Was it a house, or a, a townhome? So it's a, it's a house, it was a house, um, and, and I didn't see an actual person. I just saw like the shadow of somebody waving at me. It was like a really scary, shadowy figure. Was it like? Did it feel like like menacing at all? Um, I mean, my whole life is menacing. <laughs> One menacing room. Um, no, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't like taunting me. It was just confusing. Uh, so not necessarily menacing, but just confusing. Like. What the hell's going on there? Um, why is there somebody waving to me? So then I, I go in, talk to my mom, I'm like, hey, mom, I, somebody's out there waving. And she's like, what do you mean somebody's waving? I said, I looked out the window. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I, I looked in, in, into the kitchen and I saw somebody waving at the window. And she's like, well, what are you gonna do about it? I said, I don't know, I'm scared of shit. I don't know what's going on. So, so you were like 11, 11, 12 years old at this time? Yeah, somewhere around that age, yeah. And your mom is just kind of like, oh, he's just being, like, over-imaginatory. Exactly. So, so she was like, yeah, this, you know, this kid, you know, you know, he's, he's smoking too much pot. I, no, I didn't smoke pot. <laughs> you know, he's just being some, some crazy kid. Um, so then, as I'm talking to her about it, back in her, in her room, the light turns off in the, in the living room. And I was like, what the hell? And, and your mom saw the light turn off. She was like, what the fuck? You guys were both like, oh, shit. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you shouldn't turn the light off. <laughs> so it, it came off just, and I turned off, I'm like, what, what the hell is that? So she's like, okay, I'm calling. Um, and, then I, and then, so I'm calling the police, is what she said. And then I, and then I was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe the light burnt out. And so um, she's like, oh, yeah, sure, maybe the light burnt out. And then it turned back on. I was like, oh, fuck. So she went, 911, hello, police, please, you know. And we're like, yeah, hey, you know, something's going on. Somebody's out out, out, out the window. There's there's somebody out outside. And, and, and I think they're in the house now because they, you know, they turn, they turn our lights off. Um, and then they, um, and then they're like, okay, you know, hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll have somebody be there in a second. Uh, then, then the light popped back on again, and, and we were all freaked out. So, you know, I closed the door to the bedroom, um, locked it, um, you know, but, you know, in, in door locks or nothing, just a little button that you push. But it gave us, you know, some kind of sense of security. So, and so as she's on the phone, then we started um, seeing, um, um, like, flashlights coming through the window. I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. I'm dying at 12 dying 11 and then the dispatcher was like okay so now now the police are at your house they're they're going around um around outside i was like oh oh the police are here how'd they get in the house and then and then the light turned off again i'm like oh my god this is crazy shit um so i mean it's a it's a dumb story well, uh, so it, once the cops there's... were there we, we we went we went out and um <laughs> and there was no one there there's... But there was something that was waving to us from outside, and something was turning our lights off, and we were not able to figure out what what exactly what... it was. Yeah, what so exactly there's, it was. There's a lot of to, there's a lot to unpack in this story because so initially you're the first one that saw the figure outside the kitchen window waving to you, and it didn't really feel like menacing, but you felt something that was odd about it. it didn't feel like yes. it was a natural person there waving at you. Yes. Like it could have been like some sort of like a malevolent spirit, but you didn't really acknowledge it until the light started turning on and off. Exactly. Yes. And then, and then when your mom did, your mom actually see it as well? No, because she um, she was you know in, laying in her bed, um, so so she didn't actually. Well, she well she saw the light turn off, but she didn't see the wavings um, of whatever it was. So she never actually saw the the specter herself correct but you're yes. you saw the, you saw it the one time and then all the other weird phenomenon happened in the apartment or the house that you were living in at the time and and you were living in national city at the time yes national city well <laughs> um 300 feet from the sanitarium the, san any, the sanitarium you know, that adds to the story because i know there's a cemetery in national city and like it's not too far from the bay where where were you exactly uh, we are. We were a block away from Paradise Valley Hospital, okay. which is also the, the sanitarium. So, so there might have been just like a lot of just kind of uh, bad. Well, do you believe in such uh, negative energy, positive energy? Do, you, do what? What part of the paranormal do you actually believe in? I don't disbelieve in anything. Um, so, I mean, if there is a. Um, <sighs> not atheism. What's the, what's this? Agnostic. Um, the, if there's an agnostic front on the, on the paranormal, that's me. Like I don't disbelieve in it, 
I just don't know if it's a, a thing. But you, you know that there is someone there that... A shadowy figure that shouldn't have been there, that you kind of looked at and saw that it shouldn't have been there. And that was your experience, basically. Yes, definitely. Should and, not have been there. And it came into our house and just was, was messing with us. And that was know? the only time that ever happened in that house. How long did you live there after that? Um, well, I moved out when I was 19, 20. So eight, eight years after that, and I was pretty much moved in there. Um, so, so nothing ever happened want. after after you had experienced that one like particular paranormal uh, experience. But then you did say that you you thought you might have had other paranormal experiences, but you just chalk it up to uh, sleep deprivation. Yeah. So, um, like 2007 or so, um, I was just you know super tired. Um, uh, and I and I I was always awake and I was always asleep. So I was I was just always in a in a um, a dreamlike you know, insomniac stance. kind of a mood. You, um, would you describe was, it as a dreamlike state, like kind of like you're drifting in and out yes, on certain hours? Of, exactly. Like in um, like the, in the twilight hours. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, it, it was even well. I guess it is twilight hours, but it was like like 11, 11 p.m. kind of a deal. Um, and I, I would just be out watching TV, you know. I definitely remember a few times when I was watching freaking uh, Empire on VHS, because that was a thing at the time. Um, and as I was watching it, I saw a black figure go f um, from... F so I was in the living room watching TV, uh, but going down the hall, I'd see a black figure going from the, from the bedroom to the um, to the to the kitchen and I'm like, hello hello and, and you know nobody would say anything and you know I'd go into the room and my wife is asleep the kids are asleep I'm like what well, that was weird and then I would see it just going back and forth um you know I don't know you know if it's the force or whatever because the, those goddamn Jedi didn't come through in the VHS so so this so you didn't you never put the connection to the, the experience that you had when you were like 11 or 12 to the experience that you had as a, a later um, adult, and you already no, had a family no. at this time. No, I, I didn't connect that. But also, I have another stupid story. So when we're done with this one, I'll tell you my other stupid story. Oh, go go for it. <sighs> so I mean, <laughs> a couple of years. It's this is this one's just really stupid, um, and it's it's not paranormal activity. But it's ghost related. Um, I was getting off of work. I definitely remember it was like January second. Um, going to my car. Um, and we were working. I was working overtime, so I, it was like seven o'clock. But like, like the sun was was down like at four or whatever. So it was dark. Um, I was walking to my car. <laughs> I don't even want to tell that story. It's so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. Uh, oh, sorry. Well, it's, it's, no, it's fine. Just tell the story because it's very interesting because they, these these stories might uh, kind of uh, connect in a way. Sure. Uh, so I was uh, I was walking to my car. As I was walking to my car, I saw movement in the front seat, and it looked like somebody was waving to me again. But but behind my car was the Jack in the Box. Um, 
the menu, the super bright menu. And so I was like, oh, I'm just getting a reflection of somebody, in, you know, you know, in the drive-thru, um, you know, shooting into my car. So then I, so then I get to my car. Well, I, I go to my car, open the door. As I open it, there's a person sitting in my, in my front seat. And I was like, what the hell? And she's like, ghost? Like, ghost? So, oh, you're not ghost? I said, hell no, I'm not ghost. I'm Jesse. Get the hell out of my car. <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean? This isn't your car. This is ghost's car. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Can you please get out of my car? And she's like, no, this is not. I'm waiting for ghost. I'm like, I don't know, ma'am. Can you get out of my car? She was 19 to 23, so just a young kid. Looked cracked out as hell. Um, and and, and what part of town is this? This one was in Lemon Grove, um, coming out of the Lemon Grove Welfare Office. So There's a jack-in-the-box um, near there. Broadway and, and pretty much the 94. Okay, I'm, I'm familiar with that jack-in-the-box. There's also like a little shopping center there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a big homeless community around that too. I mean, that's what Lemon Grove is. So, did and she got into your car somehow, and she said, "I'm look, I'm, I'm waiting for the ghost, or, or waiting for ghost, not really the yeah. ghost, but." Yeah. Yeah. So, so she, so I'm like, no, ghost isn't here. I'm sorry, this is my car, and she, and she's like, no, this is ghost's car. Um, and I was like, okay, ma'am, I'm gonna call the police. And she's like, no, please don't call the police. Everything's fine. I didn't steal anything, but I'm just waiting for ghosts. I said, well, can you wait somewhere else? Because you're in my car. It's time for you to go. It's a popular car. Everybody has this car. It was a 2001 white Hyundai Accent. It's not like a kick-ass car, but it was just like, you know, there's 10 billion of them on the road. Um, and so she's like, oh, oh, God. Are you sure this is a ghost car? I said, no, it's my car. No, but we've been we've been we've been we've been here the whole time, and in in the um, the cup thing, uh, there was there was two different drinks there. So so she was just pounding drinks with somebody, somebody named Ghost. Where the fuck Ghost is? And so I'm like, no, it's time for you to go. Um, she's like, okay, but um, before I go, can I borrow a, a screwdriver? She's like, what? No, I don't have a screwdriver. Why don't I have a screwdriver? She's like, well, you don't have a screwdriver. What do you do if your car does car breaks down? Like, freaking called AAA. Get the hell out of here. Get out of my car. No, no, I didn't mess do anything. And so then I was like, right, it's time for you to go. And I, I pulled out my phone and started dialing 911. Um, and then she just she just took off. And I she, she opened the, the door, started walking away. And as soon as I dialed 911, I looked and she was gone. Um, you know, as... Well, did you see her run away? No, I saw her walk fastly. But like... It was a quick little turnaround, like, where did she go? And then she was just, you know, gone. As, you know, people do. They just, they, they vanish. See, that that also seems like a very odd, odd story because she, you have these weird paranormal experiences that you just chalk up to your agnostic, like, oh, I just must have been imagining things. But then this is like an f- actual physical person saying, oh, I've been here with the ghost. Yeah. Oh, man, Steve, are you making me a... You're making me, uh, yeah, yeah. So, no, so, now, do I even, do I even exist? I'm sure you do, but I'm, I'm just thinking that maybe you might, uh, have to open yourself up more to these, uh, paranormal activities that you've probably experienced that you just chalk up to, uh, your own imagination that 
maybe you need to like be more open-minded to what what does your what did your wife say to this this occurrence that you had with um the random girl that was in your car uh she just said she was just shaking her like oh omg only only you jesse this only just, what happened to you they're yeah, just like because these search sorts of things always just happen to jesse it's like oh yeah yeah it's not it's not happening to you know fits it's not happening to you know fart toast it's happening to, to fucking howard so so um this is this is this is actually like you say it's a stupid story but this is actually a really scary story because that could have turned multiple ways like what if ghost was like hiding out waiting for the, whoever had that car just so they, they can like rob them and actually take the car there's so many yeah you know you never none of these things kind of actually like ran through your head during this occasion uh well no because whenever i get in weird confrontations i get that that whole shaking thing and like you know i'm gonna the, the adrenaline just be pumping and so you know i start hearing ah screaming in my ear in my ears just like we gotta go and we focus on whatever is whatever is needed to focus on and everything else doesn't matter so i so no so, i didn't think about anything else other than who is this lady in my car why is she in my car and these are these are one. these are amazing stories I, I know you're saying that they're stupid these actually really are really amazing stories so as we're winding down here and i really appreciate your time because i know that you had taco shop and you're gonna go do your family thing but i appreciate the time um in closing like do you kind of feel like there is a correlation of something that you might not be noticing here i didn't until until you called me <laughs> now you're freaking me out well like well there's like you said there's always a shadowy figure like these weird occurrences and like you just kind of uh dismiss them but then and like your wife says oh it's just yeah that would happen that would happen to you yeah. Yeah, okay i will keep that in mind and, and if i think of other issues i will uh, I'll, I'll hit you up and let you know for another thing uh well i'm sure you're fine <laughs> <laughs> no, I got ghosts following me. No, no, no. You're you're just a, a conduit of a, a paranormal activity, then you might not know it. <laughs> I'm a conduit and didn't even knew it. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, I really I appreciate mind. your time, Jesse. Yeah. Hey, you have a good evening. You too. Enjoy your taco right. shop. Take care. <laughs> Bye.